Hey guys, it is Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. It is a new year, so how about a new you? That's right, how about some new clothes from Leon Tailoring? Something ready-made, something custom-made, or something tailor-made. No matter what it is that you're looking for, they can put it together for you at Leon Tailoring. Or maybe you have goals to lose some weight and the clothes don't fit as well as they used to. Well, Leon Tailoring can take care of that. Or maybe you gained a couple of pounds over the holiday season. Well, Leon Tailoring, they can take care of that too. Notice the pattern here, Leon Tailoring, they can sort of take care of everything. So swing on by Leon Tailoring, say hi to Larry, Kim, and Judy, and tell them Abdul's Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware and downtown Indianapolis. All right. Another productive week. Uh, our priority, priority bills are moving through the uh, Senate fairly effectively, and uh, obviously next week we'll be trying to finish up with a week after that. Just a couple of days with the uh, second reading deadline and third reading deadline. I believe next Thursday is the uh, committee deadline as well. So uh, coming up to the kind of conclusion of this first half of the legislative session, happy that our priority bills continue to, to move, and uh, we'll continue to kind of work on those as we try to do our best to get them through. Uh, what questions can I answer for all of you? Senator Bray, uh, 10 years ago, uh, I said, uh, Ivory scores were like in the 91% passing range. The number slowly began to drop. We lost the pandemic, came back a little bit. Uh, is it really necessary to spend more money, more resources to improve our reading, or just maybe go back to do what was being done 10 years ago? Well, so uh, that's a, it's a great question. We spend an awful lot of resources on education to try and make sure that uh, kids are getting a good education, reading being probably the most important piece of it. And uh, uh, there's some conversation this year about as we move Senate Bill 1 as to whether or not there are enough resources or do they need more resources. And I've made the point several times that you know we, we it's nearly half the state's budget that we're trying to, to focus on that. So I think at this point it's not a money issue. It's a matter of making sure we have, we've got our eye on the ball, making sure we're identifying children that are struggling as early as we can, uh, getting them the remediation that they need, whether that's in school or the summer school uh, in those periods of time, and just identifying and working alongside them to make and, and their parents to make sure they get uh, where they need to be. Senator, on chronic absenteeism, is that something your caucus is still hoping to tackle this session, or does it need an interim of study? Uh, you know, it um, it might be a little bit more complicated, maybe some time. I don't know exactly uh, if, we'll, if we'll end up getting something done this this legislative session or not uh, doesn't mean it's not important and as I've said before it's uh, super important or maybe the focus needs to be that we all just put our eye back on that ball because we've got a pretty good system in place at least in my estimation uh, that can address it uh, we just need to be focused on it yeah the house this week passed um, House Bill 1235 I believe uh, Chris Jeter's bill um, addressing uh, uh, lawsuits with Gary and uh, gun manufacturers do you sense any appetite from that in your caucus or what? You know, we're a strong Second Amendment caucus. I suspect there's an appetite for that. We'll take a look at it when it gets over here. Senator, why wasn't the prior authorization uh, bill heard today? It was pulled from the calendar for Senate appropriations. So there's, uh, we're taking a look at that. I know Senator Mishler is and working closely with um, uh, the author of that of that bill to make sure that uh, uh, there's not a fiscal in there that, uh, that we need to try and be concerned about. So we'll take a look at that and uh, hopefully get at a hearing next week. What can you explain what the concern is? With uh, just a, a fiscal cost I, item. Where is your caucus on Senate Bill 54, the fire chip merger bill? Uh, what, what, where's that bill in the process at this point? I'm afraid I don't know. I think it's it got a hearing. It hasn't been voted on yet. Okay, okay. I, you'll have to talk to the chairman about that one. I haven't had many conversations about it. On the Medicaid lanes front, we've seen several businesses pull back their support, which is originally why Senator Freeman filed the bill in the first place. Obviously, it seems like you guys support it. Do you have any concerns about it being in the House? 
Uh, well, you know, the House will make their decision. Uh, they'll they'll obviously vet that bill and make a make a decision from there. I I, I did hear some of those uh, people, those folks or businesses who testified, and then came out at another point in time and kind of kind of reworked their testimony, their, their thought about the bill. Uh, they're obviously free to do that. Uh, Senator Freeman uh, feels very passionately about this, as as do some of the other uh, Marion County uh, representatives. And so, uh, as, as we all know, this is our capital city, so it's a little different than any other because uh, um, we're here in the state capital, and it, it, it does dictate a lot of uh, the uh, uh, economic momentum for the state of Indiana. So well, the House is going to make its decision on that bill. Speaking of uh, the, the dedicated bus lanes, also goes to the Economic Development District and to a certain degree sort of the no turn on red. Shouldn't these decisions be made by sort of the local people or what's going on there, do you think? Well, I think, the you know, the nice thing about today is, as Senator Freeman announced, I think there is some a bit of an agreement there. And uh, what we're doing here is uh, is not ending any of those things, but putting a moratorium on them, giving them a stu- an opportunity to study them and uh, uh, decide if it's the right uh, the right course of action. What about the Economic Development District? Uh, you know, that's coming over from the House. I haven't really been involved in many of those conversations. I know that, uh, um, uh, well, I guess I don't know exactly where that is. I think the last form of the bill that I saw or looked at was to kind of terminate that. But I think there's some conversations about trying to trying to put something else together that uh, gives some form of assistance to that area. Uh, Were you guys involved in the conversations about that last year, though, and adding it to the budget? Uh, sure, yeah. And you supported it at that time in the caucus budget for the budget bill. Has there been a reverse, you know, of course here, too? Well, I think, uh, you know, that uh, was uh, kind of done in the last week or two of session, and uh, uh, I think there's been time to reflect and think more about it and see if we can uh, see if it's the right thing to do or if it if it is, how it might be changed to make it more effective and more cost-effective for what everybody. What about the home rule argument, though, where people, other folks saying, like, look, let Indy do Indy? Well, again, it's our capital city, right? It's uh, it's uh, we we uh, there's a partnership there, and um, uh, uh, not all not always a totally effective partnership, unfortunately, these days. <laughs> and uh, but uh, it's very important to the entirety of the, of the state of Indiana because it's our capital city, and therefore it does get treated a little differently from time to time. Do you support banning dedicated lanes? Um, did you see how I voted today? Yeah. The Senate Commerce uh, and Technology Committee today voted out a bill that um, would have the IEDC report when it buys more than 100 acres of land to the community that it's buying that land in and add two lawmakers as non-voting members. Um, Do you support those particular or in general oversight measures of the IEDC? I think it's a good conversation to have. Senator Buchanan is trying to be very thoughtful on that. And uh, obviously the IEDC has been a topic of a lot of conversation. It's in fantastic organization, let me first say, because it is it, it drums up economic development for us that is, uh, uh, frankly, unlike anything we've seen before in the state of Indiana. I, just looking through from 2017 today, they've broken record after record after record. And then what is the number? 2021, we were really, really proud of them for uh, bringing in economic or capital investment of $8.2 billion dollars. Twenty-two. They shattered that record at twenty-four billion dollars, and this year, or excuse me, in twenty twenty-three, it was over twenty-eight billion dollars. So kudos to them and everything that they're doing. Um, but uh, is there an opportunity for some uh, uh, some transparency that's important to some of our members? Yeah, of course. And uh, I think um, this is a step that's worth having a conversation about.
Senator, what about, back to the dedicated bus lanes, what about the uh, concerns from voters who overwhelmingly approved the um, referendum in Marion County for dedicated bus lanes? That's a criticism that I haven't heard much reaction to, Judge yet. How do you score that now? Well, you know, it's a, it's a decision they make. Everybody has a, a decision or a role to play in this. And uh, uh, the General Assembly uh, obviously gave uh, initial authority to do this as well. And so we certainly have a say in it as well. Thanks, everybody, uh, for your time. Have a, have a great afternoon. Thanks, guys. Thank this podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.